The Braves Radio Network channel on the podcast park is brought to you by Truist Bank. When you start with care, you get a different kind of bank. Hey, welcome to Braves Country. The Cigar Store Indians are Atlanta's rockabilly heroes. Formed in 1991, they led the 90s revolution of Americana, rockabilly, and swing rock that swept through the alternative music scene in the 90s. Touring with bands like the Squirrel Nut Zippers, Donkey, and they even got featured in a 1998 Atlanta Braves advertising campaign, Tug. Remember that? I do, as a matter of fact. Now, in 2022, the Cigar Store Indians have reunited for a rockabilly revival. After a sold-out show at Smith's Old Bar, the band is set to return to Roswell. Georgia for a big night at From the Earth Brewing Company on Saturday, September 10th, with our friend Dave Franklin opening that Love show. Love that guy. Today on the Braves Country Podcast, we are honored to welcome Mr. Keith Parisi, who is not only the bass guitar player for the Cigar Store Indians, but he also serves as the director of the Kennesaw State Music and Entertainment Business Program. And of course, he's an Atlanta Braves fan, so Keith Parisi, welcome to the Braves Country Podcast. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. I, I must say, uh, to give a shout out to our uh, namesake and, and main donor it's the joel a katz music and entertainment let's get that right yeah yeah. Yeah, i don't want to be on his bad side that's exactly you know what you you guys should i don't know if you've ever thought about this episode of braves country is sponsored by our braves fan friends down at century 21 solomon properties in savannah georgia servicing the historic downtown savannah area the island area and atlanta's beach beautiful tybee island georgia call joel solomon today 912-604-0896 That's 912-604-0896 for all your real estate needs on the Georgia coast. Braves Country also sponsored by Smith's Old Bar, best live music venue in Atlanta since 1994, located in the heart of Midtown at 1578 Piedmont Avenue. Smith's Old Bar is a neighborhood joint for everyone. Check out smithsoldbar.com for the current concert calendar and tickets. See y'all at Smith's. Spring is here and baseball is back. You can't forget the Derby. I love the hats. Do you have yours yet? My hat? I treated myself to a whole outfit. If you want to be able to treat yourself, then you should check out the Nest Savings Account at LGE Community Credit Union, where they want you to reach your savings goals faster. Take it from a pair of 680 The Fan wives. Head to lgeccu.org to find out what makes their team number one in Georgia. Support for Extra 106.3 comes from Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy, celebrating their 35th anniversary and offering gift cards in-store and online. You can discover Mother's Day and anniversary presents online at Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy at naturalbody.com. I don't know if you've ever thought about this because I know how much KSU does. I know John Hopkins teaches over there a yeah, little with bit. Us. Yeah, with exactly us. Right. Yeah, exactly right. Koi Bowls. Yeah, that's uh, right. Both the boys from Zach Brown Band. Yeah. Oh, dear, yeah. dear friends. Great people. But I don't know where you go with management, but I don't know. Uh, I, I would assume that that's a big part of it. But the mm-hmm. dude to my left, I don't know how much you know about this guy right here, but oh, he's totally. been he's been in, in rock radio or uh, rock rock star tour management for about, thir- is it 30 years this year that you've been doing uh, this? Next year will be my next 30th year. year. He yep. kept us yep. all in the right state of mind and everything. Scott's got that just magic rocket sauce of like, yeah, guys, like, quick as you can. That's right. He yeah. was never mean. He was like, as quick as you can. Yeah, yeah, just let's, let's get, get on stage, it. do what you do. But, like, but, I saved the mean for other times when you weren't around. <laughs> but there's real value there, man. And, oh, and yeah. I, I would assume if you're a kid that's going through and like, hey, I want to manage a band on tour, or maybe your, your friend has a band and you've been named manager because you hang out with them a lot, yeah. it, they can learn from people like John Hopkins oh, and totally. like Coy Bowles and like Scott Munn. Absolutely. I mean, it's the whole business. The good news about our program, we're interdisciplinary, so we're open to 
into all majors. So we get finance, marketing, management. We are the only one that's tied to a business school. We're proudly tied to the Coles College of Business. So yeah, it is all that. It's a lot of management, marketing, and then obviously you get into audio production and video production, all the creative stuff. But we're like the UN of the music and entertainment business. But I love it. who better else to learn from? Like you know, from guys like John Hopkins and Coy Bowles. We've got an incredible faculty. Brian Calhoun, who's a vice president with uh, Pandora, and just incredible people. My associate director, Danny House, uh, was in the band um, Tender Idols with Dave Cobb, yeah. and mm-hmm. um, so it's just a. It's really I'm the poster child of this. It's all the stuff that I wanted when I was their age like how do you do all this and yeah. and the great thing is it's all here with the film and tv tax incentive and music incentive and um it was just the perfect time to to come here to KSU I got my undergrad at KSU back when it was a little commuter college and I was teaching at UGA and Joel Katz made me an offer that I just said I would love to come back home and it's been a dream come true and um you guys have to come up he's donated love that. all of his uh, memorabilia which is insane I mean it's Michael Jackson Jimmy Buffett yeah BB King's guitar I mean you have to come see it and it's a real testament to Joel Katz because um he's the Really, he, he's such a humble guy. He will not admit to this, but he's the the architect of a lot of this. Of why is. all this entertainment stuff and music is here? And he stayed here. I mean, most people thought he should have left to L.A. or New York, or but he's been here in Buckhead for over fifty years and started with James Brown. Still represents Willie Nelson, if you can believe that. Wow. Well, you know, I, I've seen pictures of them together, at not even probably even recently, as mm-hmm. a matter of fact, because you can't help but miss when you when you see Joel Katz picture beside Willie Nelson. Oh, yeah. You, al- you always know. And when working country radio for the last 20-plus uh, years, you know those names are synonymous together. That's it. And and the new guys like Luke Combs and, mm-hmm. of course, Alan Jackson and, you know, so many people. So the better question is who doesn't Joel Katz represent? Yeah, so right. we're very proud to have him as our namesake and main donor and, and really good friend. And, and, you know, he loves the students and the success stories. So we're, we're very lucky and what we get to do over there. No question. And we we want to we want to get into depth about that. Uh, we want to get back into that a little bit more later, but let's okay. do talk about your band right now, man. Uh, you got this revival going on for the Cigar Store Indians, and they got the band back together. And uh, one thing I noticed is, uh, you know, you announced the show at Smith's Old Bar, and uh, most people might take a little while to get people, you know, back interested in the band or whatever, but uh-huh. not Cigar Store Indians. Uh, Atlanta freaked out, and I think maybe two weeks before the show, the thing was oversold out, Tug. And, and then I, I hear the people were hanging from the rafters, and it was amazing. It Tell was, us about that show and what it meant to you to have Atlanta music fans come out and, and, and show you all support like that. Absolutely. It was a, a dream come true, something that I never thought would happen. Those of you that don't know the band, we were kind of the precursor to all the stuff that's going on now. I think we were a little too early to the game, and it was just a really great redemption of coming back together. I literally got a text from Ben Friedman, the lead singer, and said, hey, uh, during the pandemic, he said, before we're all dirt, why don't we try this again? And yeah. we've all grown and changed, you know, at men of a certain age, and you, you kind of, you know, you figure it out, and it's so much sweeter this time around, and uh, it's just been an absolute pleasure. Writing new songs together, which is just like riding a bike, and it's just weird. It felt like the next day, you know, yeah. even though it's been 20-plus years since we've performed together, and it just clicked, and... Um, we knew um, our fans, and we have so much history. It's uh, with Smith's Old Bar. We all used to live fairly close, and it's just such a place. And, you know, Dan Nolan and all of our friends there, so it was just a natural thing. And um, it was so much fun. Um, my fiance Gina, who's here with me, she had never seen this kind of thing, and it was so many memories of my father, who's long past, who were selling merchandise and and people like that. Our producer Rodney Mills, who's a legend, worked yeah. with Leonard Skinner, and I mean, so many people. He was there with his uh, beautiful wife Mary, and just faces I haven't seen in forever. It was just an absolute 
dream come true. It was a lot of thoughts going through all of our heads up mm-hmm. there, like we get to do this again. It's just the the redemption is so sweet. That I we think get to it was it that again. way for the audience too, because um, it's really the Cigar Store Indians uh, have always been really just like a fun band. It's not about any. Uh, it's not about a, a lot of sadness or right, uh, right. that kind of stuff. It's about having a good time at a at a party in a way. Yeah. And um, people just want to have fun again. I think and they the nineties are like, back too, man. Yeah, that nineties yeah, sound, especially in country music. That's holy cow. Wow, the 90s are back. Yeah, they That's are. That's true. And Good then point. you guys, uh, from that show, you got invited up to uh, Wisconsin somewhere to open for the great Mike Campbell, formerly of Tom Petty and the Heartbreakers. Yes, That's that, heavy, man. Wow, that was just, I mean, the 14-year-old me was, like, really freaking out. No, I'm over sure. That yeah. one. I mean, just talk about, like, I mean, one of the guys that we just absolutely worshipped. And um, so a friend of ours, Mike Dempsey, um, put on a concert series in Oshkosh, very similar, and I'll lead back to the Roswell one we're doing, that 25 plus years ago started in a parking lot, much like From the Earth has. And now there's a full amphitheater there. They're doing major acts, and it's called Waterfest in Mm -hmm. Oshkosh. And Mike Dempsey's the local banker and just has a passion for music. So he said, oh, I see you guys are back together. You want to, I'll fly you guys up, and uh, you want to do a show with Mike Campbell? And we said, duh, called and said, duh, we would love to. (laughs) He's one of my favorite guitar players because he's the less is more, and he's like the George Harrison kind of player and just, it was just amazing to be able to open up for him and the weather was incredibly beautiful it was in july you know it's just hot here in atlanta but up there uh 70 degrees mm-hmm. and scott i know you're headed up that way so you'll you'll yeah. like the respite from summer here the, yeah a little break no humidity and um just fans again that we hadn't seen some had original t-shirts from 1991 things we had signed back then so it was wow. just so incredible to be able to to reconnect with fans like this again and then also to open up for one of our true heroes and now did you meet mike campbell at the at the show and we, we said hello briefly he's a very mm-hmm. uh quiet guy i i was about to pull the wayne's world i'm not worthy kind of thing <laughs> right. so yeah, yeah. I, did, I didn't want to turn into that guy but yeah. we just kind of said hello and uh but just you know he opened up with running down a dream and what's crazy i guess it's kind of what tug and i were talking about when you know somebody so long that you just start sounding like him he, his voice sounds a lot like tom petty really it, yeah. it really oh, that's does. cool that's what i hear is he's really carrying the carrying it's, the torch in a it's way. amazing and you know i'm such a uh, fan of gear and everything i've got more pictures of his you know his amp set up <laughs> and his guitars. yeah <laughs> and he was like yeah it's, it's yeah, you know. yeah go ahead and take some pictures of the the gear it's yeah fine he was just like all right That's you don't want a picture with me no like, not really no i need your, <laughs> I need your pedal board so i can rip it off <laughs> later exactly so good but yeah you and the band are going to uh, play the back uh black porch concert series september 10th at from the earth brewing company in roswell that's uh, on holcomb bridge road cigar store indians with along for the ride and mr dave franklin who's been a guest on this show and we certainly love him opening the show again saturday september 10th you can get your tickets at ftebrewing.com slash concerts that's ftebrewing.com slash concerts so uh tell us about this back porch series because um I have a feeling that this will be a big draw, first of all, but people love outdoor music and being downtown Roswell is such a cool place. I can only imagine how this show is going to blow up. I appreciate that. Uh, So this actually came from, I'm on the Governor's Commission for Music, Film, TV, and a friend of mine, Scott Hitch, and the owner of From the Earth, Tim Stevens, we, during the pandemic, decided to do, you know, parking lot concerts out in front of the brewery. Love it. And it was great. We did the podding. We made sure everybody was sitting in a pod and everybody was safe and masked up and everything. So I was proud that we were able to hire friends 
friends of ours like John Hopkins and other people because, you know, I was thinking as a touring musician during this pandemic, I would have been in deep trouble. I was very thankful for the university job because all my friends were out of work. Scott, you know, yeah. I mean, it was everybody. tough. It and was not, really hard. Not yep. just the, I mean, everybody, Zach Brown themselves off the road. So yeah. this was our way of kind of giving back and our production friends like Pat Colaccio and, and Billy Johnson and Vic Goal over at Crossover. So we put them back to work. We put, we saved that whole shopping center, including from the earth and Tim is now doing very good and also opening a new steak place called Basque right next door. So it shows that music really does save. And yeah, it was it's healing. And I was proud, too, because the economic development side with the governor's commission, I was glad that music got up first and was mm-hmm. doing that because film and TV had so many other things they had to deal with about being inside. And these have always been outside. So now it's gotten so big, we actually have moved it behind the brewery, which is right next to the PGA Superstore. And I've been involved with booking it with Scott and Tim and making it like a really big community event because we hope to hopefully build like a, a nice performing arts center or small amphitheater like they did in Oshkosh at Waterfest because these things always just bring the community together and it's that side of Roswell that you know just really has a lot of people living right there and it's kind of like its own little Chastain Park so we've had our friends you know from the 90s the Connells the Love Smith, those guys. Yeah, the Smithereens. Love um, them. They had uh, Marshall Crenshaw sing with them because, you know, Pat passed That's away, right. unfortunately. So yeah. it's been kind of like you said it. The 90s are back. Our buddy Steve Craig lives around the corner. Uh, you get to Love a certain that age. Guy too. Yeah, and it, he lives right there in Alpharetta, or as we used to call it, Alpha Tater, which you can't say anymore because it's <laughs> it's really cool now. Yeah, right. um, so it's been a like a labor of love and just a lot of friends to be able to support. Um, you know, we've done some really, really cool things, and the community's coming around it. So for me, it's kind of a trip. That's something that we all built, and now Cigar Store Indians gets to perform it with uh, Along for the Ride. Scott Hitch, my business partner, the attorney, they're, they're all attorneys in Along for the Ride. And oh. I said, you should do the encore where you all sue each other. Be <laughs> right there on stage. It'll be a, like a live court TV. It'll be fantastic. And you know, you that, that's the greatest name for a support band or an opening band ever, Along for the Ride. Oh, I great. love that. They, they're great. Good, good and stuff. I just, I, I've been using that encore thing forever i'm like you should clean each other out and just show us how you do it <laughs> yeah. right. pick each other apart that's right and then of course the the great dave franklin uh, yeah diamond Incredible. dave starting the show and i think he's the one of the most underrated songwriters in atlanta just an amazing songwriter so if you haven't seen him come out and see him he's amazing yeah i wanted to ask you about dave franklin i know you were a holly faith fan big time and yeah. uh and and i love that you're having him on this show and he yeah. has a he has a new record and it's fantastic it's the best stuff he's ever done and he just keeps getting better with age it's amazing i know and I, yet still he's like atlanta's best kept secret that's it he's like cat stevens james taylor what else i mean so many different things and our good friend eddie owen who started eddie's attic and is now at and red duluth, Clay theater yeah. in duluth um he's like the biggest fan of his too so yeah dave's just I mean, he's got to get a big country cut somewhere because he's he's his songs are amazing. He needs the Angie, that's right. He needs the Angie Apero, you know, kind of success story. He deserves it. Well, so. with a champion like you and and friends like us, we can maybe lift him up and, and make something like that I agree. happen. He he deserves it if anybody does. Let's talk about cigar store Indian songs though. Um, here's three of my favorite, and I want to know if you're going to play them. Okay. Uh, Dirty belly button is that on the set list? We anymore? will do it. Ben Friedman always teases that's going to be on his gravestone. Yeah. Like, <laughs> author of Dirty Belly Button. It was it's a joke song and people you don't you say know, yeah and it's just <laughs> right. i mean you know people are like is that real like no thank god that's not real what about uh, who dat or who, hot rod concerto hot rod is usually what we open with just because it it just the dang thing feels so good I don't, it's just uh-huh. like a nice pair of jeans you put on every time and you start with it and you're like 
okay. And yeah. all the nerves go away, and you're like, we're just doing our thing. Hot Rod for sure, who dat? Yes. Dirty belly button. Ben always says, if you l- scream loud enough, I'll show you my dirty belly button. So, <laughs> <laughs> so gross and uh, great at the right. same time. We need Luke Bryan to uh, cut that yeah, one. Seriously, yeah. one, at some point, that's got to happen, or somebody <laughs> like Luke, man. It's somebody that can take themselves not as seriously and, and have fun with it. Because yeah. you remember... I mean, it, it, unfortunately, it didn't. Just the timing wasn't good for uh, Straight to Hell that got covered. You know, that's yeah. another. And, and Darius, and, it's right. Darius and and Luke and I think Aldine was on there. There was a bunch of guys because that stuff influenced so many artists, especially from here in Georgia. So that's right. You know, the influence that you guys had over a lot of people too. I'm thinking that uh, somebody might be a good fit for that. We just got to we, we get the brainstorm going. I would love that. And same with you know Dave Franklin and things like that. It's just for those songs to live on. It's really about the life of the song and for somebody else to reinterpret and that's the best thing about country is that people can recut things 10 plus years later and go wow that was a good song and then have an, uh, a new interpretation of it. i love darius's version no it's Straight incredible yeah it was so good and so and awesome. doing that with artists we love too is important to keep their music alive and uh, dave franklin actually played uh eddie's attic at a john prine tribute show the yes. other day and yes. brought the house down he really he, other people were covering john prine he channeled john prine it was amazing yeah it was amazing so uh and one other song from the cigar store indians is uh i guess boys of summer that song was featured by the Braves as their theme song, I think, for the 98 season. And right. you and the band are such big Braves fans. Uh, you guys love the Bravos, of course. And uh, so that had to be quite an honor, oh I guess, gosh. right? It was a huge thing for us. Um, you know, I can't. It was 1998, and Joe Clemente worked with the Braves at the time and was a fan of ours and said, We've got this crazy idea. Would you guys love to do it? We, we said, Sure. And the song just kind of showed up. I mean, Ben wrote it, and. Um, uh, I think up until just recently it was up on YouTube, but I, I did find copies that I'll make sure I get to you. But um, cool. uh, and Rodney Mills produced it and um, it has like a whole swing thing. You know, we all say swing and about swinging the bat and swing was in at the time. Sure, so yeah. we never considered ourselves a swing band, but you know, well, you can kind of own part of right. that too. Yeah, right. When the corporate advertisers like swing is fun, and I'm like, yeah. oh, sure, <laughs> whatever, whatever you like. Money's fun. We too. like that That's word. Right. Yeah, exactly. Right. Um, but the commercial was incredible. We got to meet. I'll, uh, John Rocker, um, and of course, Javi. That yeah. I almost passed out. I oh was about to fangirl out. And yeah. He gave us <laughs> his, so awesome. his his wristband. I was Uh-oh. just like, oh man, and just amazing. Got a bunch of stuff signed. Of course, Bobby Cox, which I oh almost passed gosh. out. I was greatest that, ever. Oh my god, greatest of all time. I, and Leo Mazzoni, who was an absolute rocking Leo, rocking yeah. Leo. He just won the Braves Hall of Fame. Yes, he did. That's right. Yeah. Deservedly so. Yeah, should be in the in the Baseball Hall of Fame eventually. Indeed. You ask me. I yeah. agree. So for us, it was, and I think it was Kerry Lightenberg. It was. Yeah. Uh, he was now he had new. the rockabilly chops he did big time side sideburns yeah so he might he, he might have been in the band at yeah, some point he, <laughs> from minneapolis and really really cool but it was just like one of those things we were there you know pretty much all day at the ted and filming stuff with swing dancers and everything we had to play the song about 80 times and those poor guys i, I felt so bad because you could tell like they needed to get on with other things and they could not have been more gracious sitting there and how amazing. surreal was it for you and the rest of the cigar store indians to watch the braves all season long or to listen on the radio and to hear that your song or see that ad and 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 uh and and be a part of the it team was, that year it was amazing and coming to the you know i've always loved coming to the games but then to hear something that you wrote and people applauding with it it was just mind-blowing yeah, yeah. it's incredible that's that's so fantastic oh man. my gosh it was just a dream come true and just so much fun and uh the commercial on tv and just everything and i still have all the signed memorabilia i had given it to my dad and he passed away and but we we all hold that in very high esteem we have every bit of that memorabilia that was signed that day how can you not 
man. Right. I, it, it, and it's funny, though, because I, I can relate to this a little bit. As I told you, my wife, Laura, is from New York. Uh-huh. She's She grew up a Yankees fan. I don't know. Did you grow up Mets Yankees fan? Because I know you're a Braves fan now. But, right. Mets. But, Mets. We okay. lived fairly close to Shea Stadium, and my dad was into the underdogs at the time. Yeah. They were not doing good at all. And uh, you know, I have very good memories of being in the boxes at, at uh, Shea Stadium. So yeah. it was just that's who we were in New York. It, yeah. It's funny because my wife grew up a Yankees fan. And to me, I was like, okay, you already have your team. It's fine. I'm a Braves fan. We got married. And, you know, and we, we would, you know, we'd give each other a hard time watching ball games. Sure. And then we would go to Yankees games when we go home to New York, and right. then and then obviously go to Braves games here. And and this being the Braves Radio Network, which my my wife works here as well, you know she has adopted the Braves. But you're you've you're a little more than adopted the Braves. Like you're oh, a Braves yeah. fan. Oh, totally. And the other thing too, we were just talking about. You know, I I I am that damn Yankee that moved down in in high school and never left. And my dad actually was on the team that built the IBM Tower that's brought us south. We were the only ones that defected. And then like your family, everybody else came. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because <laughs> they. Started All the thing. in-laws. I'll never forget my my dearly departed uncle who was like, they got coke down there? And I'm like, it's where it's made. <laughs> it's, it's like, yeah, they do. And as a matter of fact, everything is called a coke, that, even a Pepsi. That's right. Even a Sprite or a Dr. Pepper. Just say coke and they'll ask you what kind. That's right. And yeah, it's not a pop. In New York, yeah. you'll get one of these, a yeah, pop. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Right. But uh, yeah, it was a trip moving down. And I was just telling Gina the other night that it was speaking a different language. Yeah. I mean, it was just, it was such a different time. Atlanta was smaller then, but Atlanta, I mean, sorry, the Braves were definitely America's team. And the branding of that was so strong that it really pulled us all in. And then when we got here, um, I'll never forget meeting Dale Murphy at my church. Right. Could not have been a bigger influence on me about how to be with people mm-hmm. yeah and um at the time you know it was some of my favorite i have a baseball sign from back then with you know from the bleacher creature and yeah. chris shambliss and um uh, horner and uh dale murphy and it was like for me as a kid going to see that stuff it was incredible they weren't doing that well but we as a family could afford it go down there and we we were you know, doing a lot. I just saw uh, Chief Nakahomo was just. Oh my recently. gosh! I saw that too where, that on, on CBS Forty Six, yes. where he said, "I'd still be doing it today if they let me." That's it. Yeah. And, 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 which is so because I grew up like you did, man, loving Chief. I thought he was the coolest guy. Absolutely, on was. the face of the earth. He was right yeah, he there was. to high five Hank Aaron when he oh broke the record and gosh, everything. I mean, he was the best. It gives me cold chills just thinking about yeah. him. Yeah. And I, I love the relationship that the Braves have with the Eastern Band of the Cherokee Indians. Man, there's just so much there that's so important to me. Absolutely. Absolutely. And it's it was a very big influence on us. And, um, you know, uh, the band name, actually, it, it came from our, our uh, drummer is actually full-blooded Cherokee Indian. That's and, awesome. And, and uh, the band name actually came from a couple of different things. Our lead singer jumps around a lot. Friends of ours said, well, you know, he doesn't stand around like a cigar store Indian. And that's where it came <laughs> right. up. And then also right then the, the Seinfeld episode came out with that. So we are not meaning to offend anybody by right. any stretch of the mean. It's of a, course. It's really about Americana and the taste of everything that is. So it's it's a name that's branded. We've had so many people say, change it to CSI. And I said, well, then we'll get sued by the TV yeah. show. Yeah. <laughs> so, exactly right. You uh, can't make everybody happy all the right. time. That's right. And, there's, and there is beauty in Americana. Like I, I think a lot of people lose sight of that 
oftentimes because unfortunately i think people are looking for something to be irritated by or, or right. offended by right. and that that becomes bothersome to me yeah same here and it, it definitely is not that it's really a tribute to that and uh, we've had a lot of native americans celebrate who That's we are cool, and man. it's been very cool and also we've always been about blue collar and and kind of the the underdog that's what the band's always been about because we are all that we're we were we're you know come from very humble backgrounds and we've always tried to be the people's band and that's what with the braves that's why we all have always been huge braves fan and i was telling scott uh joel katz gave us his unbelievable <laughs> seats behind the yeah. dugout and i mean uh jimmy lavender our guitar player went with uh, with us to that that game and we just it was just amazing and again coming from behind it looked like they were going to get beat and then there they are and there's the electricity in the stadium in a very hot evening and the, the place has exploded so yeah you saw the walk-off win yes. uh, from joel katz's seats yes uh, his season tickets behind the dugout in that video clip you sent me is amazing i wanted to ask you about joel katz sure He's a very well-known Atlanta-based entertainment attorney, of course. He's been a major contributor to your uh, to the Kennesaw State Music and Entertainment Business Program. Uh-huh. Basically just an internationally known leader in the music industry, right? But I want to know for you personally, what have you learned from Joel Katz? Oh, my gosh. I don't have a Ph.D., but I all of my – what could be a Ph.D. I've learned from that man. Um, what's interesting, he is from – um, from New York. He went to Hunter College, which is a very small college there. Um, you know, and he moved south to go to law school at University of Tennessee. He gives a, uh, a one of the coolest scholarships out there to his, his law school because he was always a C student because he had young children and he also was working um, at a uh, day's in as a night clerk. So he wasn't sleeping and going to law school. So he was making C's and he said, well, I turned out pretty good. So now he finds people in the same situation. If they're making C's, then he gives them a full ride. And then pretty soon they're doing really well for themselves. I've always heard C's get degrees. That's right. (laughs) Same here. here. That's what my MBA was. I was like, C's earn degrees. That's right. And so things like that and how charitable the man really is and it's all the stories that unfortunately I can't really talk about here but the things that he's done for people and never expected anything in return and uh, just who he is as an everyman but that's why his clients love him so much because he just he's like the I call him the tribal elder he's the the guy that has taken care of everybody and uh, major stars and you know the fact that James Brown gave him his start in 1972 and he saw something in him and that's why education is so important to Joel is seeing something in young people that they can do this and it was, he and I came up with the idea to be interdisciplinary and open to all majors we're the only one uh, all other programs you have to audition as a musician and come and that's great if you are a musician or actor or any of that you can of course come on but we're not teaching how to play music we're teaching the business side mm-hmm. so teaching you how to be your own CEO or if you want to be a manager or you know an agent or any of those things it's like here's really how you do it from the people who are doing it this episode of braves country is sponsored by our braves fan friends down at century 21 solomon properties in savannah georgia servicing the historic downtown savannah area the island area and atlanta's beach beautiful tybee island georgia call joel solomon today 912-604-0896 that's 912-604-0896 for all your real estate needs on the georgia coast Braves Country, also sponsored by Smith's Old Bar, best live music venue in Atlanta since 1994, located in the heart of Midtown at 1578 Piedmont Avenue. Smith's Old Bar, 
is a neighborhood joint for everyone. Check out smithsoldbar.com for the current concert calendar and tickets. See y'all at Smith. Support for Extra 106.3 comes from Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy, celebrating their 35th anniversary and offering gift cards in-store and online. You can discover Mother's Day and anniversary presents online at Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy at naturalbody.com. This morning in North Carolina, wheels are spinning. Determination is winning. A passion is now a thriving business, and it shows no signs of slowing down. How? The power of a conversation. Like the one Clint Spiegel had with First Horizon Bank about starting a bike wheel manufacturing facility in Asheville. Now it's not just talk, it's rubber meets road. First Horizon Bank. Let's find a way. Go to firsthorizon.com slash Clint. First Horizon Bank, member FDIC. If you are a musician or actor or any of that, you can, of course, come on, but we're not teaching how to play music. We're teaching the business side. Mm-hmm. So teaching you how to be your own CEO, or if you want to be a manager or you know an agent or any of those things, it's like, here's really how you do it from the people who are doing it. Yeah, yeah which is so right there, master class, I'm telling you. I'm telling we got to have you out, Scott, seriously. Yeah, I would be honored. Yeah. Uh, but that's so important for uh, kids starting out in music to know some of that because, uh, or all that they can, because a lot of these guys and, and girls who start bands in their garage, you know, that's maybe the easy part. And then you're like, well, how do I do this? Uh, how right. do I book this? How do I promote this? How? What do I, here's this contract in my face. Do I sign this? <laughs> you know, these, yeah. these, it's just nothing but questions well, all of a sudden, you know? And that's why I love, you know, I've always had, thankfully, I'm the middle kid and I, I love, you know, business and uh, or commerce and art together. And that's what this really is. And what I love, too, is, yes, it's music business, but it's also entertainment business. There's film and TV. There's audio production if you want to be a producer. So it's all aspects of the entertainment industry, video game development. It's really all merged into one thing these days, things. too. You have to be able to do a little video if you're going to be in a band. That's right. Days, that we call it. You got to be a Swiss Army knife. Now. That's true. That's yeah. We always say <laughs> that. Dude. And pick three things that you're good at, and one will become your prime driver for a bit. And I see the Billboard magazine. I was flipping through that, uh, and I saw that, uh, I guess your program was named uh, one of the nation's top music business schools for three or four years in a row. And, uh, man, tell us, is there a mission statement or a goal that you guys have brought it down to? Have you summarized it? Absolutely. We've got it up on our website, and it's basically Joel and I wrote it on uh, cocktail napkins, I think at Chops, and um, basically where, you know, we're going to give students the opportunities to see themselves doing this for their full lifetime career because entertainment touches everything. You mentioned Billboard. We could not be more proud of that delineation. For us, that's like our Wall Street Journal, our you know accreditation of school and everything. Um, Your New New York Times bestseller. But basically, I mean, and we're only we're young. We're only ten years old. And the other programs that I highly respect, especially Berkeley College, who's I mean the seminal version of what we do. They've been going since the fifties. So to be named with them and people like Belmont, Belmont and all that's a, yeah. a huge huge, huge honor. So for us, it's a, uh, it, thankfully, um, people are noticing our work and also, you know, with Joel there, I told Joel when I, um, when I agreed to do this, I said, with your name on this, I'm going to make it as big as I possibly can from a from a little school. And uh, now Kennesaw has got 46,000 students, which a lot of people. It's amazing. I mean, I remember when I was there in the late 80s was 1,500, 2,000 people. And now mm-hmm. look where we are. So it's, you know, there it is, that underdog story again. Talking with the bass player for Cigar Store Indians and the director of the Kennesaw State Music and Entertainment Business Program, Keith Reese, here on the Braves Country Podcast on the Braves Radio Network. How do you create that realistic environment, though, for kids? Because, I mean, it's one thing to go into a studio and say, yeah, this is how we do it. But how do you make it real? Well, um, by hiring the what I call real world practitioners, you know, and again, it was the stuff that I wanted when I was a kid. And back then, the it was really kind of a closed door industry. Right, Scott? It was just like you had to 
get in where you fit in, but it was a lot more difficult. Now it's a bit more open, but you got you have to have the skills walking in the door, you know. Yeah. And I vividly remember um, <laughs> doing some work early on with some people that I, I wasn't so great at the studio side. I was okay, and I kind of overstated my skills, and I went in and got sent home, and I'm like, I don't want any student to get sent home. No. You know, and we provide externships for them to go out. I am a booking agent, and so I get to – match them with opportunities they get to do at least three of them and an externship is a term that joel gave me every attorney has to do it it's like a mini internship that they all have to do but it's real i mean they, they got to show up on time have the skill set the personality all that stuff so the only way i knew how to do it was i mean put them right in the center of the business and everybody's here back when scott and i when we were all growing up we yeah. had to go to la or new york now not it's all anymore here. Yeah, that's not right anymore and you're right, though. Uh, the doors were closed when we were kids, right. and you had to pry it open somehow. And now the door is wide open, but maybe a little too open. I agree. Because you, these kids get in out There's there no and they don't know no what's going on. Entry, yeah, yeah, because you can, all you need is an iPhone and a guitar, and you can have a rock band. You know, so yeah, it's, and it doesn't mean that you're any good. You <laughs> yeah, know? and yeah. Uh, there needs to be some, like you said, there needs to be some barrier to entry and some, you know, some checking. I remember sleeping in hallways in Nashville just to have a meeting with somebody, which a lot of people would think oh, that's kind of weird, but that's that's what you had to do. Oh, um, you had to save that hundred bucks, or back then seventy-five bucks on the days in. You couldn't blow it on the days no. in. You needed to sleep in the hallway. That's right, and be that's, there, be there on time when they when they came in. Yeah, that's what my dad and Joel and others called like back up against the wall syndrome. You're going to figure it out. But yeah. the good news, you're right. It is a lot more open, but there's even more need for training. What protocol is? A lot of people don't realize protocol. I know you were in the military. Very similar business. Very similar on, you know, every time I meet somebody in the military or secret service, they're like, wow, our businesses are fairly, I'm like, yeah, we're dealing with rock stars. You're dealing with politicians or, you know, military members. So, and then you have a chain of command that, that works within right. the context of that. That's you know? right. And you can't go in there, you know, when to shut your mouth. I mean, all those things. Well, that's a big, that should be a whole class. Oh yeah. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. And it's, I mean, we're showing them the protocol, which is what I'm really proud of and really what Joel has done in his life and how you deal with things. And so they're getting business and even, you know, Excel and things like that they never bargained for, but then they're also getting to be creative. Also, uh, Will Lewis is another attorney who works with Joel Katz that I'm friends with. And he's really cool because he not only does the paperwork, but he's also a quality musician. Have you seen him play piano yet? Yes. Yeah, he is amazing. He's pretty good. He's incredible. And I love that. I love seeing the you know, I like being the musician that also gets to do the business side and also education, of course. But uh, that's the that's the fun part about it. And what I've had is just so many incredible people reach out to be able to share their knowledge with our students, you know, in tribute to Joel and to us. And it's been an amazing thing for our program. And another musician and business leader who we should mention here is the late, great Bruce Birch. Yes. Um, he was instrumental in getting music business education launched here in the state of Georgia. And Keith, would you tell our audience about Bruce Birch? Absolutely. We met a uh, cigar store. We met at Bruce when he was working at EMI in Nashville and just a, I mean probably the biggest music fan I've ever met in my life and um, at the time I was still touring and then um, uh, I ended up in Athens was living there for a bit and he said hey man I've, I've got this idea to to start something we talked to the dean of uh, up at the uh, university of georgia and they said okay but you got to get fully funded and thank god there was george fontaine from new west records and he's a great guy incredible yeah. guy and uh he was the one that that launched us and um you know bruce a very talented songwriter and lived in nashville for a long time so we, we had a really cool thing and that's the, the thing i'm most proud about my time in athens is that's where we started and 
then I was able to come here to uh, home. You know, I'm a Roswell boy basically now um, and relive my time at Kennesaw and in tribute to Joel and to really move that thing forward. Unfortunately, Bruce recently passed away and it was uh, really sad. I, I had so many people reach out because he was such a huge personality. And I just said, I, I know he's up in heaven writing with his heroes, you know, That's awesome. and um, he he was very close friends with Dennis Lindy, who wrote a lot for I mean, he wrote Burning Love for Elvis, mm-hmm. you know, and. Amazing. And then years later in his career, wrote, you know, Goodbye Earl for, I mean, just, checks, yeah. that's the thing about music is you can do it really at any age, you know, and Bruce was very, it's life experience, man. That's it. Written down. That's it. And Bruce was very, very passionate about, uh, about this whole education thing. And, um, it was, a, it was a bittersweet when I heard that he had passed. Um, and, uh, but he's, he was just a, a hell of a man. Really he was, it was guy. sad for me too. And yep. everybody in the music community, uh, definitely was mourning that loss, but one of the great things about him was that uh he would just reach out randomly yep. and check in on everybody i guess but i would just get these ra- i'd be you know uh in idaho or wherever i was out in california or over in europe and uh pretty much i could count on it once a month or so i'd yep. hear from him yep and he'd tell me what he was doing ask how i was doing and he wasn't uh full of it he was sincerely oh, he was real. asking he was a real dude he was totally know. real and like me he just I sleep much better now, but back then you weren't sleeping. And as you know, that's when you reach out to your friends. Yeah. And I'll never forget to be with him wherever we were traveling. Uh, he was not a fan of driving on the highway, so I was usually with him doing all that stuff. And a lot of fun times traveling. And, you know, I saw you guys had Corey Smith on. We, we were around when he was first getting going, and we had him in at UGA and, and Luke so Bryan and, and all yeah, those Luke. people. And um, so I just remember, you know, he'd, he'd be, I don't know, 2 o'clock in the morning. We're hanging in the hotel, and he's, like, calling somebody going, hey, it's me, Birch. You know, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And that's I mean, he was in the people business and he that's just awesome. loved he loved this music business and a, and a kid from Gainesville, Georgia. He did a lot. Man. It's so great for you that you could ride with them like that. Yep. And now you're sort of I mean, you are you're carrying the torch. That's you're right. taking it to the future and maybe bringing along some of the things you learned from Bruce. Absolutely. Absolutely. And we and he was such a fan of our band. Um, it was just amazing. He let us uh, cut in EMI studios for free. And at wow. the time, yeah, it was amazing. And uh, he had us. Uh, cut a version of on broadway just to justify that we were using the studio and everything but i mean willie nelson's cut and there's so many people and um, we just became incredible uh friends with him because he was just so into our band and he was a big proponent of it and um so stayed friends and then same thing out of the blue he was like hey i heard you're in athens so am i like what what are you doing here i thought you know i thought you were in nashville i guess nope let's let's meet and that's how the whole thing started so that's so super yeah. cool man athens got all kinds of good things going on out there yeah how about them dogs absolutely come on, come on. goodness gracious <laughs> now so are you are you are you a dogs fan? Are you, are you a KSU fan? I know Coach Bo has done pretty darn well. Bo is amazing. Yeah, I'm I'm always for the underdog. I'm not gonna. You know, we all love UGA. I mean, yeah. how can you not love UGA football? You brought okay. up Luke Bryan a minute ago, yeah. and he gets so much grief because he went to Georgia Southern, but he grew right. up a Georgia fan, and so people give him grief because he didn't go to Georgia. Yet right. he's a Georgia fan. I was like, you don't understand. Clearly, if you're having that issue, you didn't grow up in Georgia. That's right. Because. You understand that Georgia is everybody's favorite team. That, that's it. And I will just very good memories just popped up. It's funny. Um, and Bruce orchestrated this with Charlie Brusco from Red Light, our dear friend. Uh, Corey was there. A lot of other people. They got us into the President's Sky Suite 
for the Georgia Georgia what? Tech game with a limo and I mean I was like wow. it's never going to get better than this perfect fall day in October I will never forget that I mean it was just the house was rocking it was just an amazing thing so yeah I mean if you don't who, who doesn't like UGA football I mean come on it's exciting always an amazing team coaching is always incredible it's the best of the best you yeah. know I'm proud of KSU and as you should be and we're, we're coming up you know but I always love the underdog story and that's a fun thing you should if you haven't been out to the stadium it's Fifth uh, third bank stadium it's, it's incredible. incredible out there it's really fun and it's there we're we're doing really good and coach Bo is amazing and it's it's a different thing it's a different vibe but it's it's still Georgia football. Absolutely, you know? yeah. yeah. They're they're in the playoffs every year, and uh, and they always they always show up, and they always play hard. And man, I, I mean, I'm Georgia Bulldogs fan through and through. Sure. But but I'll be honest with you, man. As a kid, I went to Georgia Tech baseball camp. Yep. I love Georgia Tech baseball. Yep. As long as Georgia's not playing Georgia Tech, I cheer for Georgia Tech. That's it. I cheer for KSU. I cheer for Georgia State. I cheer for if it, if it's football in this state. Or even if it's sports in this state, man, I'm cheering for all these kids because they represent who I am. That's I wish a lot more people felt that way because we just need to cheer for our state. And I think that's that's, that's the right, right uh, attitude for sure. All right. Well, let's get back to the Cigar Store Indians for a minute. Um, uh, tell me about uh, Ben Freeman, first of all. Where Where is he? Um, why didn't he come in today and why, why ain't he singing like right now? <laughs> <laughs> what happened there? Well, uh, yeah, Ben Freeman, he's the, he's the reverend of rock and roll. He's uh, a, a really, really good friend. And, um, you know, he... Uh, He's the guy, the the kind of driving force behind the whole thing, the the ringleader, all that stuff. And he's just he's just a extra special human being and personality. And um, you know he's he's been busy. He's actually been writing on a lot of stuff. He's actually up in Nashville right now doing some things and keeping that whole train going. And I told him, I said, man, you deserve a big publishing deal. Go, I mean, I could see Pinstripe Suit and all these other things being cut by uh, up and coming or new new country artists or some some. Uh, heritage stuff so he's he's working that angle he's he's busy doing that and um he uh he said well heck you know why don't you go over and just talk you've got a radio voice so just go do it. and i said i'll be glad to so it's been uh been an honor to be back playing music with him because again it's like osmosis and it's just such a it's a it's an easy thing when we all get back together it just works out of i don't know how to explain it but hand in glove man and we're at the baseball stadium that's it that's exactly it and uh so we will uh we will come down if you'll have us again we will uh, we would love to play play it live in studio we've so many good memories of doing that the other two guys are are busy with their home lives as well so it just it was one of those things it just timing didn't work but sure. we'll we'll figure out another another time to do that for sure so when did y'all originally meet though like uh, the first time what's interesting is that um ben and i grew up in roswell georgia and his parents uh owned a place called tommy's hobby shop so at the time that's when hobbies and remote control cars and airplanes were the big deal and that was like the hub and um actually like people like rod stewart and paul davis would come in there wow. i mean because it was like a big deal and that's where we would all just kind of hang out and uh ben's dad tommy was like a extra special human being very funny and it would you'd go in there and hold court and talk about that and at the time ben was in a band called ibm that was signed to uh mca doing very well and you know i'm younger and i was just always i always looked up to him you know it was kind of like me being paul mccartney looking up to john lennon it was that kind of thing and in little roswell at that point never in a million years thought we'd play in the same band and um 
and Trey Farron, the uh, the original drummer who's with us, he um, he was he and his dad Tommy were always going into that store. And then Jimmy Low Note Lavender, the Marietta Madman, who lives very close to here, uh, we found him through a uh, <laughs> Marietta Madman. Yeah, that's what he is. So he, great. He's so funny, and he's uh, he, he and Trey are back to being the Bourbon Brothers. It's funny how time moves on. That I used to be that, and no longer. And so I'm like, you got to take the flame on that one. But um, and Jimmy, we found through a Creative Loafing ad, believe it or not. Man, I haven't heard that name in a while. Isn't that Creative crazy? Loafing. It it works. I've talked to so many bands, uh, including Zach Brown, that found players through the Creative Loafing, and uh, and then it just it just clicked. And uh, thankfully, we got a record deal with Michael Rothschild, who's still with us with Landslide Records, who had very good success with uh, Widespread Panic. You know, their first record was there, and Tinsley Ellis, and so many others. And um, he signed us to a deal. Um, ben had already had a great relationship with Rodney Mills, and actually, our first record we cut around the corner at what was Triclops Studios, where Smashing Pumpkins cut Siamese Dream, and literally right here on Windy Hill Road. So this area has got a lot of history for us. I don't think many people realize that, though. I don't think yep. many people know about all the bands that have recorded in Atlanta in small studios. Yes, and especially here in Marietta. I mean, for a minute, Triclops, you know, Scott, I mean, yep. that was the place. I could not believe that we were in there. I remember just kind of freaking out because it was the best of the best. And we cut 15 songs in, I think, four days or something. Because back then, it was very expensive. You were burning mm-hmm. money every hour you were in there. So. Yeah, one of these studios around town was telling me they had the original uh, the original board from uh, from Triclops. I'm not sure who they do. It, I think it's Jesse James Dupree from Jackal. He he has mm-hmm. that Neve console up there, and Jeff Tomei is still working with him. And he actually Jeff is teaching with us a little bit right now in audio production. Wow, so many great records are made on that on that board. Mm-hmm. Um, now uh, Ben, his first band though before the band you mentioned, uh, I was talking to our mutual friend, uh, a huge Atlanta music fan, Tom Tillotson. Oh, Tom, Tommy T. Tom T. Yeah. So he he was telling me about Tommy's hobby shop, and uh, he mentioned that Ben's first band was called 285. Is that true? No, uh, 285 was a friend of ours. Carrie uh, uh, Drew was in 285. Okay. But 285 and IBM used to play together a lot, so that's probably why. So, Oh, it's, uh, it's Tommy's fuzzy memory. Tommy's I don't fuzzy. know why. But Tommy <laughs> T. I call you know, he was always comes up the back door, Smith, hey, can I get in? I'm like, sure. Yeah. You're on the eternal guest list. <laughs> yeah. right. If you don't know, Tommy T. saved all of us because he uh, owned all the rental homes and Virginia yeah. Highlands and would employ us itinerant musicians to come paint and you know whatever he, yeah, or if you need, anything you could do or a few times when I've needed a cheap apartment yep. you know he's been there for me when you come off the road and you need one for the summer or that's something, it you know. he, Tommy T is our I mean he's the glue that held us all together so I, I give him a pass on everything yeah. you know and I'm like you're on the eternal guest list don't even don't even just come on in yeah and he's a good guy top of the top, top of the guest list yeah and time. what was interesting is that my father worked for IBM and <laughs> we were like well I don't know if the company's going to like it and that ended up happening and he, he said that's when he turned the b around and he said well it's really for uh indiana bombs montana and i was like okay that's good <laughs> we'll take i like it. that yeah. and then uh of course other people in the band at the time said it was uh stood for in ben's mind and, you know. <laughs> whatever but right. they were an incredible band i mean they were cool. uh, i remember they played with the hoodoo gurus back in the day and everything and he you know he looked like robin zander big long hair and rocker and mm-hmm. just incredible front man always has been he's just that that person the people person thing and that's that's why we became a band of the people and, and putting this thing together we just said we just want to play the music like our, our what our dads liked you know uh, Elvis and Johnny Cash and we all had been in many other different bands and we did this for fun and it turned into something we didn't really expect and got to tour the world and we toured like crazy and you know it was uh it was an interesting thing you asked about you know i don't have a phd again but touring and doing that as a young man gave me all that great education. ojt that's it 
Goodness gracious. So, uh, Cigar Store Indians, now that you've reunited, got two big sold-out shows. What are y'all going to do? What's the future look like? Well, we're recording some new stuff. Um, the the new music, I, I think, is even better. It's very timely, some of it, too, but it's the same sound. And uh, I, like you said, that, that sound is kind of back again. And um, we're really uh, hoping to. We're going to be shooting some videos and kind of getting okay. that thing up and cool. going. None of us want to tour like we did when we were in our 20s. You know what that's like, Scott. You know, I, it's, it's a bit painful. much. Painful. It's painful. <laughs> it's funny. Everybody thinks it's really, you know. Even fly dates, you think it's, oh, that's that's easy. And you're like, well, no, it's still travel and it's still, you know. Yeah, I tell people all the time that it's like, you know how tired you are when, uh, after you've prepared for the vacation trip and then after you get to the vacation spot after that travel and then you do the vacation, then you travel back and then you say, what, I need a vacation, vacation for the vacation. vacation. Well, right. imagine doing that 30 days in a row. That's it. Mm. Because you got to travel, do the gig, travel, do the gig, travel. And it just starts to wear you out. So you, it really takes uh, knowing how to pace yourself. Oh, absolutely. You, know? you have to be like an athlete because, I mean, especially Ben, he's so high energy. And, I mean, after the show, he is drenched. And you're kind of like a professional athlete. That I mean, the other thing, too, is people think, oh, you're going to do all this. And, and you don't have time. I mean, it's really you're there for the gig. There's sound check. You know, it's a very much a scheduled thing. So there's not time. And then, you know, the next day, you know, if you get four hours of sleep, then you got to get ready and do the same thing over and over again. So we're, we're excited about playing uh, the shows that just we can really reconnect with people and see some of the fans again. And I, I think there's going to be a lot of good things coming up for, for us. And we, you know, with all these friends we mentioned, um, we're just we're trying our, our second run around and just see what's out there for us. But we're really, really excited to be back together. And we're excited to have you guys back together, man. I can't wait for some more Cigar Store Indian shows. I love how you're picking the, the big shows. You're just choose, you know, There's no uh, tour where you're beating your head against the wall on Tuesday and Wednesday. It's just no, like, we're yeah. playing this Saturday, you know, that kind of thing. That's so it. And, and, of course, you guys are on, on the eternal guest list, oh, especially oh, for kind, September man. 10. Uh, just because it's going to be some fun things. We, we may go up to Nashville and do some things. It's just it, I can't tell you how great it is to go back on those stages. And, you know, when you're doing it, like you were just saying, the, the grind of it, you kind mm -hmm. of, of course, you love it. But then you kind of are missing. It you know, becomes a job. That's it. And you, I kind of feel like Dewey Cox. It's a beautiful ride now. You know, it's like right. you <laughs> appreciate every part of it. You know, every single part of it. Yeah, you have to live in the moment. You have to live in daytight compartments. Yep. Hey, Keith, we love to close our shows by talking about our favorite subject. You would think it's baseball or music, but really, mm -mm. we love food. Okay. And we love Southern food. Well, I was born at supper time, so this is going to work. Yes, Perfect. Sir. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And the fact that you called it supper time <laughs> yeah, makes yeah, my yeah. heart melt. Yeah. You, you know the language nowadays. Yeah. Uh, so now we can talk about uh, coming up uh, up north and what kind of food you like there, but we yep. really like local cooking, you know, barbecue, meat and three, soul food type places. Uh, sure. Anything you would recommend out in Kennesaw or... Uh, Anything um, like that? In Kennesaw, and there's, I'm going to give a few things because I am a foodie. Okay. Um, okay. But Kennesaw, there's a, a barbecue place called The Nest. A good friend of mine, Dale, so runs that. So good. They bring food in oh. here to the radio oh network God. all the time. Oh, my God. It's amazing. So delicious. My friend Dale Hughes owns that place, and he's just, it's just an incredible. Um, downtown Kennesaw has got a lot of great food there. Uh, I'm a Roswell boy, and I am originally from New York, so i got to give a shout-out to my my best friend, Jimmy Vavaruzos, who runs Mama's Pizza up in Alpharetta. North Point Parkway, baby. That's it. Lost that's good. it. Place that's is nice. so good. And uh, he makes his own Italian ice and gelato, and it's just, people say, is it New York style? I'm like, no, it is New York pizza. And yeah, what, what's the difference? To explain to people who don't know the difference between New York pizza and just pizza. I mean, he even, it's it's the water, it's the dough, it's all of the ingredients, and it's something, you know, it's like you can fold a slice and the grease stays in it, and it's the, I mean, it's the, 
he and I grew up together in New York and his family defected down. Actually, his father's buried next to my father. And it's it's everything. What's funny is like you wouldn't think a Greek guy would make good Italian pizza, but they all learn from Italians in New York. And it's it's in the water. It's like everything part of it. But, you know, people say New York style, which I tease about, like, what do they overcharge you for it and burn it? You know, <laughs> no, <laughs> right. that's not it. So real New York pizza is the kind you can, you know, fold and walk down the street with. And it's just always consistent. His his Greek salad is incredible Off the charts yeah i mean so it's the real deal if you haven't traveled to alpharetta to have it it's it's worth a drive People what's the name of the place again mama's pizza mama's yeah, because pizza. it was on old milton parkway that's right and then now have moved over uh right there all right there at uh i guess it would be holcomb bridge Really close to if you get off the Holcomb Bridge exit, yep. yeah, mm-hmm. right there, and then bust the left on North Point, and then the little shopping center right there. There's like a Steinway Pianos in there. That's right, I know exactly where that place is. Yeah, I you will it. not, you will not be disappointed. Everybody I've recommended to go over, and a lot of people don't know because it's kind of tucked back by it the is. Steinway store, but uh, it's well worth the trip. But yeah, I mean, traveling with. Um, you know the cigar store boys we were always about the meat and threes um and there's so many good ones out there um ben and i usually go into more we'll 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 eat anything pretty much the other guys are very much southern soul kind of food and um but and i mean southern soul barbecue our our friend griffin buffkin in uh, st simon's that's st simon's island georgia southern soul barbecue uh griffin buffkin got to get down there tug you you haven't had it yet never had it no it's amazing stuff that's that place is so good that the fox brothers go down there and let him cook for them that's right that's that's right before he passed anthony bourdain actually visited and um that is extra special as far as barbecue i think plus you get to look at the coast and hang out Uh, on st simon's that's right not a bad life i love the georgia coast i'm telling you man you know what's funny is uh you you joke about being a damn yankee but I'll tell you, as a, as a kid that was born and raised in Dalton, Georgia, and, and have lived here with the exception of the four years that I served in the Navy and came right back home to Georgia and couldn't wait to get here, you're not a damn Yankee man because well, you embrace it. Well, right? I appreciate You love that. it. You know what I, I mean? I absolutely love it. I can't imagine living anywhere else. And I remember thanking my father for getting me out of, you know, uh, probably some trouble in New York in high school and my older brother, too. And it was the perfect move for our family. It's been home. My mother's still here and uh, where I grew up in Roswell, and it's, it is home. And it's become, what's interesting to grow up here is to see this turn into like a, a global, it's turning into its own it version of New York in a great way. And I mean that, and it's a very Southern way of all the great opportunities here. And my father, even when we moved down in the 80s, was like, this is, this is the land of opportunity, and I'm seeing it everywhere. You were talking about your family, the same, everyone that was up, up north yeah, came my in-laws. down here. Yeah, yeah, all the in law. Everybody, everybody has moved here, and it's. I even add one more because my son is a uh, uh, high school baseball player, probably going to play a little college baseball. Nice. And my wife is horrified of sending out him outside of the South. She's like, they'll be mean to him. Really? She's like, you know, she's like, I want him to be in the South because I know people are good. I know people are sweet. I know, I know people's heart in the South. And she was like, I feel like that. I grew up in 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 New York, and it's not always that way. And right. this is from a New Yorker. That's not me saying it. That's right. Yeah. Well, and you got to realize in New York, they, they get a bad rap. It's just the way they talk at a high volume, and um, a lot of times it's misery loves company or something. But there's give if you good give it folks. another chance. Very give, good no, folks. good folks. Yeah. I mean, she she was born and raised there. I mean, yeah, yeah. It's, it's just funny to see how she, much like you, has embraced the the South and Georgia football. And like I used to get so mad when Georgia would lose on a Saturday, and she was like, "Why do you let it ruin your weekend?" And I finally got better about that. Now. Now, if Georgia loses, it ruins her weekend. Yeah, I get that. We, do, we get literally that. just swapped places. It's insane. Well, once you go and experience it, that's what's the great thing about this state. There's so many great experiences. We have a coast. We've got mountains. We've got we got, got it all. so much it's here. It's the perfect state. It is, and four seasons, all that good stuff. Um, 
Keith Parisi is the uh, with uh, at the Atlanta Rockabilly Kings, the cigar store. Andy is the director of the Kennesaw State Business and Entertainment. I'm sorry, uh, Music and Entertainment Business Program. The Joel Cats. Yeah, yeah, man, the that Joel is a, a big work. title. Goodness gracious. My but card to, is like really I like can that big. only imagine, man, to get all those words on there. <laughs> and I got to do a shout out to uh, my best friend, my fiance, who's sitting right here next to us, looking much better than all of us put together. Man, yeah. I'm telling you. Um, you outkicked your coverage, buddy. Uh, I'm telling you. Gina Lowenstein, she's my best friend, love of my life. Thank you for Aww. being here. Thanks for putting up with me. Love you. That's all. And so, how did you, how did you and Gina be? I know we got to wrap. But. I, I, I love it. Uh, at Cafe Intermezzo. Oh wow! In Avalon. Okay. Are you serious? I, am serious? I was gonna say that was the first ever because I grew again growing up in Northwest Georgia. I'd always heard about Cafe Intermezzo and never had been. They build one in Avalon, and we've gone a dozen times now. Well, now that's we go all the time because that's where we. That's met. your spot. That's our spot. She's Colombian, and I heard her saying, "Let me tell you something." And I was like, "I, <laughs> I love talk you." To you. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I just want to let you know I bought your coffee, and by the way, I'm in love with. <laughs> if you'd like to get married anytime soon, just let me know. Make sure you uh, let Ben and the uh, the rest of the band know Absolutely. that we would love to have you all come back into the uh, Braves Radio we Network studios so. and, and play some tunes and old ones, some new ones, and uh, and you're just a member of the uh, the Braves Country family, man. Thank you. Thank you very much. We'll play Dirty Belly Button as much as Scott wants to hear it. <laughs> that's okay. right. Well, that's it, Thank man. you for coming, man. Good luck with everything, buddy. Thank you. All right, y'all come back now. You hear this episode of Braves Country is sponsored by our Braves fan friends down at Century 21, Solomon Properties in Savannah, Georgia, servicing the historic downtown Savannah area, the island area, and Atlanta's beach, beautiful Tybee Island, Georgia. Call Joel Solomon today, 912-604-0896. That's 912-604-0896 for all your real estate needs on the Georgia coast. Braves Country also sponsored by Smith's Old Bar, best live music venue in Atlanta since 1994, located in the heart of Midtown at 1578 Piedmont Avenue. Smith's Old Bar is a neighborhood joint for everyone. Check out smithsoldbar.com for the current concert calendar and tickets. See y'all at Smith's. Braves Country supports the Warrior Alliance and the Shepherd's Men, two phenomenal veteran organizations based in the South. Check out thewarrioralliance.org and shepherdsmen.com for more info and resources. That's the warrioralliance.org and shepherdsmen.com. Braves Country would like to thank all of our nation's great veterans. Spring is here and baseball is back. You can't forget the Derby. I love the hats. Do you have yours yet? My hat? I treated myself to a whole outfit. If you want to be able to treat yourself, then you should check out the Nest Savings Account at LGE Community Credit Union, where they want you to reach your savings goals faster. Take it from a pair of 680 The Fan wives. Head to lgeccu.org to find out what makes their team number one in Georgia. Support for Extra 106.3 comes from Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy, celebrating their 35th anniversary and offering gift cards in-store and online. You can discover Mother's Day and anniversary presents online at Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy at naturalbody.com. So, Robert, I want to thank you for your time. I just don't think you're the right person for this position. I don't understand. Was it something I said? Well, we did a background check on you and found some things of concern. If you're in charge of hiring for your company, you know how helpful a background screening can be. That's why companies that use Horizon Background Screening make smarter hiring decisions. Don't let the wrong hire put your company at risk. Get the real story on your candidates at horizonscreening.com. Horizonscreening.com. 